is this country boy who meets a roadhouse girl? He's never gonna be the same again. I think I'll barf now. And there's this rich city fellow. Yes, Dad. I know that. Who finds himself a small town girl. I'm pretty sure the little one likes me. Feels nice. Big breasts aren't important to me. They get real friendly. And they all meet in the good old year of 1984 at the Roadhouse out on Route 66, where the country boy turns out to be a rock and roll star, and the city fellow turns out to be in big trouble. There's two kinds of people that I hate. Rich and Hey everybody, it's the Cannon Cruisers. I'm JD. And I'm Randy, and today we're doing a, another exciting edition of the non-canonical adventures of J.D. and Randy. Uh, mm-hmm. This week we take a trip back to 1984 and watch the William Defoe starring, Judge Reinhold starring, uh, somebody directed, Roadhouse <laughs> 66, I somehow lost the director's name, yep. John Mark Robertson, That's... written by Galen Lee and George Simpson. That's right, we're watching Roadhouse, a different Roadhouse. 66. And the premise of the movie, as J.D. will readily tell you, is an ex-rock and roll star teams up with a naive young man to set things right in a small town where the local thugs rule unchallenged. Yep, that might sound somewhat similar to the other Roadhouse uh, we discussed, but it's actually not quite like that at all. It's a very different type of movie. And if the director rings a bell, mm-hmm. I don't know why he would. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a common name, really. Yeah, that's kind of it. He sounds like a serial killer. He was the director <laughs> of Kid and Los Lobos, Set Me Free. Huh. Yes. Okay. That's, that's all. That's it. That's all for him. Yeah. Well, nonetheless, like Randy said, this is a movie that's a very simple premise, but it's also a movie that's very reminiscent of old films. And it sounds like an action film. It does. Doesn't it? It's not, though. And it's not in the slightest. No. It's a different type of movie. As I said, it it feels more in the vein of those old type of roadhouse, I guess, quote-unquote, movies. So, really confusing here. Mm -hmm. The movie, when it was released in 1984, Mm -hmm. was R-rated. Uh... Well, there's a lot of language in the movie, I guess. And since this is before PG-13 existed, if you would have to choose between G-rated and R, I guess you would lean more they towards drop, R. They, they drop F-bomb one too many times, I guess. Well, they I don't know. All, they, they swore a lot for a lot of different reasons. There's no blood or anything like that. and there's Well, there's some nudity, so yeah, I could see. I somehow uh, missed the nudity, but yes. Yes, but there there it, there's enough that I could see it would be rated R, considering, as I said, there was no PG-13 back then, so yeah. So, nonetheless, uh, this movie is a specific style of film. And I, if you want to just, like, start from the beginning, our main character, John Dreinhold, is just uh, riding across the country. We don't know why, and he ends up... No, we know why he's... Uh... We don't know why at the beginning. He just shows up in the town because his car was shot by some weird locals. And he ends up... Played with by a, Alan Otry. He ends up with a hitchhiker, played by Willem Dafoe, who also seems to be going in this direction, though we don't know why. And the two of them end up striking up a, a friendship, and when they arrive in the town, they end up having to, well, deal with this problem. And the whole movie is the two of them dealing with the problem. It's not a, 
It's not a fast-paced film. It's not action-packed. It's unless you're looking at the uh, MGM DVD release, which basically plays on the whole idea of Fast and the Furious because it's called Roadhouse '66 and it's as fast, fearless, and gunning for trouble. And it has race cars on it. And it has uh... no. It's not. <laughs> it's not even that type it's of movie. It's not that type of movie at all. It's like I said. It's a very specific type of old film that isn't really made anymore, and I don't really think was that common anymore back then either. So if you watch it today, you'll probably be a bit taken aback. Like, why is this? Why is this? Ta- why does this look like it's supposed to be an action movie? It's not. It's not an action movie at all. Yeah. Yeah. So that all that's uh, all that aside. Um, there's a very. It was the orange era, JD. That's oh, yeah, why the cover looked like that. That's breakdown. Co- breakdown. That. That's the, also an MGM release. Yeah, it's a very specific type of movie. Like the music is all rockabilly. There's a lot of uh, local shots. There's local characters that you you deal with in the story. Actually, correction, breakdown wasn't an M, it was an MGM release. It was a TriStar or Paramount. I can't tell. And eventually, it builds up to a big race at the end, where the main characters have to face their fears and deal with the problem at the same time. Which they a did. race on Route 66, only using cars that were made prior to 1966. Mm-hmm. Which is the conceit of the title of the movie, considering it's Roadhouse 66, where a lot of the uh, the confrontations in the story take place, and where the movie ends too. And I'm not the one to talk about it, but it's like a very much the symbolism of the forgotten Route 66 and how it's, everything's bypassed and nobody ever leaves there, mm-hmm. and kind of like our main characters mm-hmm. who are kind of lost and yada 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 symbolism, yeah. metaphor on the way to where they're going, mm-hmm. taking the back roads. Yeah, there's a lot of that in the in this film. Uh, so Randy. Oh, let's say, what were your general impressions of Roadhouse 66? Not an action movie. No, it's not an action movie. <laughs> not an action movie. Uh, as much as they want to try to tell you that on everything you read on Wikipedia and all that, that it's an action comedy, mm. uh, yada, 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 it's not. I wonder, I wonder if the reason for that is because it's a hard movie to really advertise what it is. Yeah. It's kind of like a romantic, a romantic mm. comedy road movie. It's a bit uh, of all drama. Those things. Yeah, it's like there's a bit of like I said. It's very much in those old style of movies that you couldn't really define either. You just look at it and you say, "Oh, I know what this type of movie is," but there's no real name for it. It's just it's a road it. movie. Kind of. It's a and romance, you, kind and of. And then you wind up with a freaking terrible cover like that that was just trying to make it into Fast and the Furious? Yeah, that that's, uh, that's a bad cover. I won't be using that when I post this episode. Uh, oh, maybe just for comparison. Have it next to saying, what the hell is this? It's bad. I, 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 don't, I don't really... <laughs> I don't like those types of covers as it is, but... Too much orange. Also, it's very... It's not very reminiscent of the style of the movie, the tone... It's a very, like I said, it's a very slow film, but it's very deliberate. Everything it's only an hour it, and a half. It's everything in it has its purpose, and despite the fact that it's a slow movie, it doesn't feel like overly overbearing or anything. It's exactly the length it should be. There's not a whole lot wasted in this movie. I guess I might as well just run over into the uh, the the positives. Then is that um, uh, even though it's difficult to define the whole genre of the film because it's one of those like. You know what this is when you see it, but you can't really define it. What works about the movie is everything it wants to do, it does well. Yeah, he's showing a picture of Fast and the Furious. It's the same type of... That's what they're trying to sell it as. Uh, The whole thing builds up as it goes along. It goes from uh, a fight, a confrontation, to uh, the garage being burnt down, to a big race at the end. And the entire thing is built up on characters' reactions to past events to each other to their growing relationships 
and uh, learning to overcome their past and moving on, which is reflected in the town. And the entire film is exactly an hour and a half long. Yeah, really crazy. Gets in and out, does what it wants to do, and it's I'm enjoyable the whole way through. I and, guess. I, and I've seen <laughs> accusations of the film uh, having an hour, an hour and a half runtime, and that it actually only has thirty minutes of actual plot, which is kind of true. But at the same time, it's not, not really. really. Not um, really it. The movie has some pretty good pacing for for what it is. Uh, yeah, uh, but really, the highlight of the film is going to be William Defoe and and of all people, Judge Reinhold. The two of them. love him or hate him, it's like Judge Reinhold did a pretty good job playing this nebbish, uh, weird, yeah, white guy. This is obviously like the the era of the buddy cop, so you have the two contrasting personalities. But in this movie, it's not really done for comedic effect a whole lot. There's a there are moments because obviously there has to be because they interact with each other, but they're very different people. But at the same time. Um, they have conflicting personalities, but their similarities is what brings them together. Like you would figure, um, the rock and roll guy would be the guy who get jumping into fights first and throwing fists all the time. But actually it's the more nebbish, uh, guy who ends up usually pushing harder. He's the guy who always like, this is injustice. You can't do this. It's actually the other way around. It's a it's a strange contrast. He shot my car. But the two of them also end up covering for each other's weaknesses. And so even learn to love again. Yeah, because um that's movies are really heavily about the characters, actually. I know that's usually that's kind of a cliche, it's like it's actually about the characters. Well, actually in this one it kinda is. That's what makes it interesting is the the characters relationships with each other and their personality and, and really all the actors in the film um did a pretty good job as i should call out karen lee and kate vernon as jesse and melissa duran the the the, the love interests and uh, alan otry as who they were all enjoyable yeah to they're watch. all they're all fun people to watch uh throughout mm-hmm. the cinematography and katie graves good. as mary lou the mm-hmm. the hard-bitten uh yeah. roadhouse owner slash uh diner waitress you know, despite the fact I'm pretty sure we were not watching a HD version of the movie, it actually looked pretty good, too. Uh, like, the cinematography and the uh, the direction, the actual, like, small town actually looked really good. There's a lot of yeah, locations. Yeah, um, this movie is available, at least in Canada, I'm not sure about the U.S., on I Tubi. I don't know. Uh, it's one of those weird movies that just suddenly yeah. popped up on Tubi. Yeah, uh, we just saw it and said, oh, well, why not? Let's watch this one. And, um, well, I'm glad we did. Like I said, the... Um, the cinematography is great, and uh, I can't also go on without mentioning the music is fantastic. I really like the music. In the yeah, movie. music's fun. It's a lot of good rockabilly in the film. It works very well uh, for the atmosphere. They know when to use it properly. There's even a scene where it's important that he ends up playing a rockabilly song. Yeah, because the he's an ex he, ex, he's ex uh, rock and roller, and he has a uh, there's a reason for the yeah why his uh, he doesn't play rock and roll anymore. Yeah, and like, why he doesn't drive. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of different stuff in the film, and the fact that they managed to pack all that into an hour and a half and not have it feel rushed or bloated or anything is quite good, quite impressive. Overall, it's a it's a good movie. I liked it. So uh, low light. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> what would be your low light of the of the movie? Uh, well, I I will admit that it was leisurely paced, mm-hmm. but really, it's like there wasn't much going on in the movie like like it was interesting to watch and all yeah. that but there's not other than the one key story which is why i understand why it's reductive to say there's like 30 minutes plot mm. and there is 30 minutes of plot spread out over wow people it's getting windy outside <laughs> yeah. uh because i have my window open so if that mm-hmm. picks up i apologize but mm-hmm. 
he it's yeah it's it's just the plot is spread out over the hour and a half movie and mm. and well not entirely bad it just there's not much going on in the movie it's kind of like uh, a short story. Where, it's a short story, yeah. And where, it, like, there's this plot that happens, it goes in, it goes out, and it's over, and then, you know, you move the page and you go to the next story. It's not like... This isn't a movie that would work as either a TV show or, like, a really long epic or anything. It kind of needs to be like this. It's kind of a in-and-out thing. Yeah, it's like, literally, the in-and-out is just simply, okay, he gets run off the road by... Uh, a, a local he mm-hmm. shoots his car up and then it's just like okay we're trying to get the radiator fixed but it's a holiday weekend because of this race and i get yeah, mixed up with some of the locals and now i'm racing them yeah, the end a bunch of things happen on the way to the ending and he ends up leaving town with a better car than when he started yeah so like it's it's like uh it's just the way a normal story would work where it's like uh you know guy gets gets some bad luck has to work through it and has better luck by the end but really yeah. there's nothing nothing much to the story yeah, I would say that's probably the weakest aspect is that it's you're not going to get like a big meaty like labyrinthian story here. It's just more for the experience, I guess. It's just to experience like the locations, the characters, that sort of thing. It's as I told uh, him as we were watching this movie that the movie Cars is basically just Doc Holliday and this. Yeah, because the end, the, the final race is even on racing the 66. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if, if that was intentional in there. Sorry, Doc Hollywood. Doc Hollywood, not Doc Holliday. No, that's a character. That's a character. A, an actual yeah. historical figure, but... Uh, yeah, Michael J. Fox's Doc Ho- Doc Hollywood. Which is probably what it's, that movie's named after. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I don't know, but... Yeah. Anyway, all that aside... Um, what would I give it? I'd give it a three. It's a totally fine movie. It's it's. Uh, I, people should check it out if they're up for mm-hmm. this type of movie. But there's not really much to it. Not much substance. It's like watching. It's like uh, it goes to show that I usually get annoyed watching these type of movies on Tubi because of commercials. Where I'm like, oh yeah, no, this is a good point for a commercial because nothing was really going on. Let me go step away and get a drink. No, this is a more relaxing watch, and that's why I'm gonna give it a four. It's it pushed all my buttons. Let's put it that way. I have a very specific sort of taste. You know anything about my tastes? You're like, oh, of course he likes the movie. I mean, that's just the way it goes. I liked, I enjoyed everything about the movie. I liked watching it, and I would watch it again, and I would recommend watching it again. IMDb, too. action, comedy, romance, thriller. It has bits of those, but it's not any of them. <laughs> I, I kind of lean more into the comedy romance thing, but even mm-hmm. then the comedy's not that great. It's not really that prominent either. It's no. just kind of like some character moments. It's, it's just more of an old school type of movie experience. It's not really the type done anymore, and I don't think it was common back then. If anything, it's kind of like a drive-through type situation. I don't even know how else to describe it because we don't really watch a whole lot of movies in this vein because they didn't really make them in this time period we usually cover. So what's your score? Four. Give it a four. I really, I really had a good time. And like I said, it pushes all my buttons. <laughs> it's one of those type of movies. What, what, the, the, this is kind of like a, mm-hmm. a way, like I should have said this earlier, couldn't say it really at any point. Yeah. The thing with the movie that it was lacking is that a lot of the road movies like this, it's mm-hmm. usually almost like a Western in ways where they, where they come into town and... Stuff happens and they they run run it's like oh they run yeah. the bad out and it's like okay that's kind of what happened in this movie except kind that it was of. it was the most like laid back and low stakes. <laughs> yeah, it's not that type of a film. As I said, it, if you watch any like really all like black and white movies, it's a very specific feel that's post western. It's not like we came back with the rest western revival or anything like that. Gonna paint a wagon. It's a very specific like sort of thing they used to do but they don't really do anymore so if it's not your sort of vibe if you want something a bit more action-packed or like 
high octane, it's not going to be in this movie. Yeah, do not fall for the MGM DVD trap that makes it look like The Fast no. and the Furious. No, no it's not that type of movie. It's not that type of movie. Uh, you'd be suing uh, MGM like that lady sued Drive for that trailer <laughs> to make that made like it made it look like Fast and the Furious. It's not that type of movie. It's just it says it. It's just a fun movie. It's worth seeing, especially if you have it on a streaming service. Definitely watch it. You'll have a good time. Like literally, you're paying for nothing on this movie but your time by watching it on TV. Mm. You might as well. Like I said, it's a good film. I would recommend it, especially if you like the sort of stuff like I like or the stuff we talked about. But if you want something a bit more fast-paced, then you could probably find it better somewhere else, like maybe the other Roadhouse. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I really got to say about this one. It's just just a good time. And then there's no real trivia or anything behind it. No, really, other than the fact that the, um, the final scene where they end the race uh, or where they leave at the end of Ride Off in the Sunset. Mm-hmm. That was where uh, part of Universal Soldier was shot. That, that's the trivia. That's, uh, that's a weird bit of trivia. But oh, yeah. and also when they ride off into the sunset, the, the song playing is from the TV series Route 66. Oh, yeah. I guess that would, that would wrap into it. All right. So I guess that's all we really got to say for this one. Eh? So Yeah, that and the, 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 the soundtrack has Thumbelina by The Pretenders. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of good songs in this, the soundtrack, but it opens with that uh, that song by The Pretenders. It's a good one. All right, everybody, we'll see you next time when we continue our cruise to the Canon Catalog. Goodbye. 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 At the Roadhouse out on Route 66, where the country boy turns out to be a rock and roll star, and the city brother turns out to be in big trouble. There's two kinds of people that I hate. Rich and stupid. Roadhouse 66. They get into some very interesting activities there. Random violence, Don. I'm a victim. I took my best girl down to the roadhouse, and I haven't seen her since. It's that kind of place. So if you're ever out on Route 66, and you're looking for some action, excitement, or just a plain good old time. Sir, I think you're overreacting. Drop by Roadhouse 66, where you'll be sure to get your kicks. Roadhouse 66. Oh, God. From Atlantic Releasing Corporation. See you there. On the record. On the record.